Live podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. If you're loving the show, and I know you are because the stats prove it, please subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you're on a platform that supports a rating and a review, go ahead and do that for us too. And thank you for that act of love. Today, we're talking about achieving your dreams. Achieving your dreams is a topic that many people struggle with. They struggle with it because there are some barriers that tend to come up whenever you set in stone, this is what I'm going to pursue. In today's show, we're going to look at several of these factors. We're going to help you break through those barriers. Often I'm told when people get to know my story, they say to me, there's no evidence that's outwardly present when we interact and speak with you that you grew up the way you grew up. We would have thought that you had a very normal life with a loving and caring family in a very nice community uh, surrounded by very nice people. And as you all will know from previous shows, that is not the hand that I was dealt. I come from trauma. I come from projects. I come from scarcity, I come from lack, and I come from brokenness. I feel like I'm in a position to help you with this specific topic, having gained financial freedom and also reaching the pinnacle of my career. But more importantly than that, I have two daughters. I love both of them equally and dearly. But my oldest daughter was the first entrepreneur in our family. You've also heard me say that she inspired me to start a computer business several years ago that was very successful that I sold and has also inspired me to do what I'm doing today, trying to help as many people as I can to achieve their goals and their dreams. I'm happy and pleased that I'm going to share this episode with Ashley Anderson, my oldest daughter, Ashley, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. So glad to be back. Yes, indeed. We're most certainly happy to have you back. I'm going to just set up this first question because the audience won't know this, but I remember it like it was yesterday, and it might have been about 11 years ago or so, maybe 9 or 11, somewhere between there, a long time ago. I remember when you first set out to get your first set of clients. And I remember you going to the printers and printing a thousand cars and saying, I'm going to various events over the next month and I'm going to distribute this entire pack of cards. If necessary, I'm going to do it again. Family, there was a very special note on these cards. On the back, I still have it. On the back, there was uh, an encouraging statement. And on the front, it was all of the products and services that she would offer in her cosmetology business. Daughter, when you think about success, when you think about achieving your dreams, how did you resist the temptation to allow fear to hold you back? For me, I would say that there was no plan B. I believed in my dreams so much that there was no other option for me. 
my mindset was this is going to work. There was no this can't work or what if it doesn't work. It was going to work. Even if I had to position or revise the plan, I was willing to put in the work until the doors started to open for me. Here's the main idea that I took away from that. You cut all ties. You did not have any mechanism to retreat, to give up. You said there was no plan B. Essentially, there was no other option than to press through whatever you were going to experience. You were head and heart involved, and you said, no matter what, that's what I'm going to do until I make this a reality. Is that a fair summation? Yes. I didn't allow myself to be boxed in, even if it didn't look like I thought it was supposed to look at the time. Did you have any fear whatsoever? Did you ever have voices in your head going, you know what? Nobody else your age has done this. You're off in a track that nobody else in your family has done. Did you have any voices you had to contend with? Absolutely. I have voices that were not on the positive side, but it was like that gut feeling on the inside that this was what I was supposed to do. And it felt so genuine and it felt so on purpose that I just had to keep going. That's awesome. I remember several times as I was sort of clawing my way up through corporate, I always wanted to be a chief information officer or chief technology officer. I ended up being a chief information security officer, which I believe has parity and from a responsibility level, a little bit more given the landscape and the responsibilities. I share that because during the climb, during the ascent, I had people in my life that were really prone to mistakes and they were sharing their mistakes with me. After you hear that a couple of times, you think that, you know, gosh, if it happened to them, it could happen to me. So I want to ask you a different question. How did you allow any failures or mistakes that you made to become lessons rather than excuses to give up? That's a great question. In my experience, I didn't just let myself get over it. Once I was emotionally back in a space where I was okay, because, you know, it sometimes it takes a little bit to recover from mistakes. But once I was emotionally sure. okay, I would go back and recount my steps and see what it is that I did and that I could do differently the next time I had that situation. Then I would put it in my little file cabinet in my brain and remember okay, we did it like this last time, but, you know, we got to do it differently. Also, I didn't always allow, not every time, it took time for me to develop this, but not beating myself up in those moments, but handling myself gently. When I did make a mistake, I was able to recover from it quicker. What I heard you say is you went through a recovery period. You didn't try to, you know, tuck those feelings away that were a result of the failure or the mistake. You went through a process to make yourself whole. And once you had your head back in the game, you went through and evaluated what processes worked well for you, what processes you needed to improve on or tweak or refine 
And you did that and you went right back out and kept doing it until you got the desired result. And in between those changes that you were making to your strategy, to your plan, you were being kind to yourself. I can't tell you how important this process that you just defined is because sometimes people think that failure is final and it's just not supposed to be that way. It's merely a stepping stone to help you understand that these pieces, and I can't say any differently, you, you summed it up beautifully. These pieces worked well, these other pieces not so much. What can you do differently from what you learned so that you can still press forward toward the mark? And sounds like you did just that. And I think more impressively is you were doing that in your early 20s. Again, hats off to you for really thinking through the situation and not allowing it to put you in a place where you thought it was final. I mentioned that I had a lot of people in my space, in my circle, and they weren't all necessarily positive-minded individuals, and they didn't know how to take the experiences that you just talked through, put a positive wrapper on them. Did you have anybody in your corner that was like-minded, a young African-American female entrepreneur that was able to speak into your life, positivity that was able to give you the support that you needed in pursuit of your dreams? There wasn't anyone my age that I can think of right now that was doing what I was doing. But I always surrounded myself with a mentor whenever I felt like I was at a standstill or I was at a point where I had mastered this level and it was time to go to a new level. I would work underneath someone that could teach me the, the skill set that I wanted to know for the next level that I was trying to get to. So every time that I do that, I'm able to grow and I'm able to see the growth from doing that. And I think that that could be applied in any area of your life. Anything that you want to do better, you just surround yourself with the people that are already doing that. I believe that the conclusion of your statement, daughter, is spot on. When I made it to a managerial position in 2001, my very first one outside of the armed services, There was a young man who adopted me. All I remember is his name was Mike, too. And he told me I never met a Mike that I didn't like. And I've been saying that for 20 years now to other people that I come across whose name is Mike. And I literally haven't met a a Mike that I haven't liked either. But Mike told me, he said, I perceive that you have an awful lot of potential and that you're going to go places, but you need somebody to help you get there. He was the first mentor that that I had that I could call on in the same way that you did. What do I need to know that I don't know for this next level? Can you tell me how to sharpen myself, my skills, my whatever the case may be, so that when I get there, I'm ready, right? So that there are no pitfalls. I can learn from those who have already been there and done that. And it was then that I realized the value of mentoring and coaching. And a few years later, when I mastered that particular level of management and started to outpace some of my peers, I at that time then began 
mentoring and coaching others and found that it's a passion of mine. I get energy from helping people. And that's why I do this podcast. I want to help as many people as possible. I love what you said, daughter. I think it's timely and having people in your circle or finding people in your case, and that's not necessarily easy right? Um, to partner with you that you can uh, tuck underneath to really get underneath their wing, to learn from them trades that you need is super helpful and it fast tracks your success and your ability to achieve your dreams. Now, this question is a little bit more difficult, uh, realizing that you're a millennial. You've always grown up with microwaves. I remember when I first, we first got our microwave, you know, before then you had to go to the store or take out something from the freezer, let it thaw out. You had to assemble the entire meal, you know, and if it was going to be three different items, you know, that took time. You couldn't pop anything in a toaster oven in a microwave and have it in five minutes. I want to lead in with that and ask you, do you feel the need ever to replace immediate gratification with patience? Absolutely. I think that as a dream chaser, you have to get relaxed in the process. Just get comfortable in knowing that it's going to be a process and that as long as you're laying your foundation right, the winds will come. When you try to speed through it, then you mess up and you got to go back and fix stuff. And it just doesn't turn out well when you're trying to move too fast. I would just say to get relaxed in knowing that it's going to be a process throughout the journey of chasing your dreams. Yeah, foundation is most certainly a key. If one of your foundational principles is that I don't necessarily have to have it tomorrow or the next day, I'm willing, like you said in your intro, there's no other option other than for me to go forward. And whatever time that takes for me to get from the start of this dream to the point where I realize the finished apprehension of whatever the goal, the task, or the dream contains, it's going to be a process. It may not be fast, but for whatever time it takes, I'm there for that whole process to play out. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to enjoy the journey. Whatever that entails, I'll address that when it comes up, but I'm not going to let it weigh me down and I'm not going to let it get me all bent out of shape. I'm going to ebb and flow with whatever dynamics universe puts in my place, which I have absolutely no control over. (laughs) And I want to stick to the process. You feel like that's a fair summary? That is fair. Yes. What do you say to younger people who have their dreams kind of on hold right now? They're not sure of themselves. They don't know if they want to bite it off. It pops back in their heads from time to time. But then there's that sort of nagging voice that tells them you should do it, but they won't do it. Do you have any encouragement for them? Yes, it starts in your mind. If it keeps coming back to your mind, if it keeps coming to your thoughts, It's something you're supposed to do. It's something that's been planted inside of you. All you have to do is say yes and make small steps towards it. It doesn't have, you don't have to have the whole plan laid out. You don't have to know everything. Just say yes, start there 
And as you master one thing, the next thing will unfold and you'll progress. But you just have to make the decision to say yes and just start. That's all you have to do. You make it sound like it's just a decision. Absolutely. It is. (laughs) I think we've had a fantastic opportunity to unpack some things today. I know you're good with metaphors. Do you have anything to put the icing on the cake? Yes. I want to say that dreams and things that you, you know, have that you would like to do in your life. For me, my business, my dream, I see it as like a baby. When I first started, it was really hard. If, if anybody's ever been around a newborn, you have to do a lot. You have to be there for their every single need, every single moment. They need yes, you, you do. every that single moment. They require lots of attention and love. And it takes a lot of time in the beginning. A lot of but, time and energy. Yeah, yeah I agree. A lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of focus, a lot of, I don't want to say denying yourself, but you have to put yourself on the back burner for a little while and just really give all that you can to this little person that's depending on you. It's the same with your dreams, Mm. but just like a baby, it grows up and over time it starts to learn how to feed itself and it starts to learn how to put on their clothes and then it starts walking and over time the baby doesn't need you as much. When you're thinking about your dreams and, you know, how it starts off, yes, it does require a lot of attention and a lot of demand in the beginning, but over time it grows and it will become independent and you'll be able to have a little more wiggle room as you lay that foundation and put that time and work in. That was a beautiful metaphor. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Today we covered five different topics. As a summary, some of the key takeaways, daughter, that you shared with the audience is with respect to resisting temptation to allow fear to hold you back. You said there's no other option. You're going to do it with tenacity, drive, and with consistency. There's no plan B other than Mm -hmm. for this thing that has been birthed in you to be fulfilled and turn into something or blossom into something beautiful. And then with regard to allowing failure and mistakes to be lessons rather than excuses to give up, you talked us through a beautiful way of settling yourself, then evaluating the pieces and parts that went well against those that didn't go so well. You then formed a plan for how you will do the part that didn't go so well move forward and throughout the process you exercise positive self-talk you gave yourself a break and you were kind to yourself you had like-minded people in your circle that you were able to utilize for mentoring and coaching some of them you had to go find i think there's a hint to the audience sometimes they may not be readily available But if this is to stay alive, we got to go a little bit outside of our comfort zone and reach out to people who have the skill sets, who have been there that can help us get to where we're going. On replacing the need for immediate gratification with patience, you told us that 
this is a process, right? This is a process. It has to be understood as a journey. Any journey, if you look at the word journey, you're going someplace far. And although we have high-speed travel, because this is a goal, an aspiration, or the title of the show, a dream, that doesn't necessarily get to happen microwave style, like Amazon style. But what we're going to do is settle into this is where we're going. We're going to be calm, cool, and collected. We're going to ebb and flow with the things that pop up along the journey. We're not going to fight them. We're just going to accept that this has arisen and we're going to find a way to go around it, to go under it, or to go through it one way or another. And then you also told us that it's very important to use this as a foundation so we can be persistent, so we can be consistent, so we can achieve. And then the metaphor at the end, associating your business early on to where it is now and all of the pieces and parts that grew and developed and how you related that to us as little babies through teenage years, through adulthood and all the things and how we develop there and how your business does the same thing, I think is very, very strategic. Daughter, I want to thank you for being on the show today. I feel like this particular show is just jam-packed with nuggets of truth. Is there anything that you would like to share before we conclude? What I would like to say is everybody has a dream. Our responsibility to accept it and to go forward with it and do the work that it takes to get to that dream. And I just thank you again for having me on the show. It's always really nice to do this kind of work with you. And I appreciate you having me again. Absolutely. As your now life advisor, it's an absolute pleasure to see you in this professional setting, doing things at this particular level and still being incredibly young. It's a phenomenal sensation that I'm feeling right now for both myself and your mother. We're incredibly proud of you. That's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. As an administrative note, we're going to change the episode release days from Monday, Wednesday, Friday to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The algorithm says we can reach far more people if we make this small adjustment. And we do intend to reach as many people as we possibly can through this show. I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your dreams and your goals. And until next time, take care and be safe.